0: This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live.
1: Good evening. It's Sunday night. We're going to be talking about teachers' side hustles. I ain't too sure about that name, but have you got an idea for a product? Do you want to try something new while still being a teacher? We're going to be looking at some apps that might be able to help you out this evening. And uh, who knows, you might become one of those uh, edupreneurs.
0: (laughs) Oh gosh, I'm so funny. uh, Thanks for joining me.
1: so i know what you're thinking uh you're thinking who's got time to do anything else but teach when you're a teacher and that's a perfectly valid point you know i'm not here to i'm not you got you got to be careful because when you're talking about like second jobs or you know hobbies that you want to want might want to make into something a little bit more you don't want to be getting into the whole kind of toxic productivity thing you know uh, you know, I, I get up at 4 a.m. and by 5 a.m. I've already made three deals. And by midday, I've got a workforce of 17,000, all that kind of palaver. It's not, that's not really what I'm talking about. Basically, I'm talking about, you know, the cottage industry, something that you might want to do uh, a long teaching. You might have an idea for an educational product. You might want to have a go at um, educational consultancy. You know like uh right yeah you have to sell your soul right at the beginning that's the first step but still you know there's some you know there's value to variation i think and sometimes the day-to-day grind of teaching is uh you know it's it's a lot to take on so tonight what we're looking for is we're looking for apps and technologies that if you want to try and start up a little something on the, a little summit summit on the side, you know, get a few get a, get a little bit more get a little bit more cash in for Christmas, you know, uh, you know, make some you know make some cards, or you got a really good idea for a resource, or you've got you know you got you want to go and you want to go and kind of uh, try and become a little bit of like an edu celebrity, you know, I I ain't got no problem with any of that stuff. You know i've i my my own educational trajectory has um been um uh, pretty much stamped by me doing other things as well as teaching and i've been able to do that for a number of different reasons um it's not about me being better at time management by the way oh no oh absolutely not no that's that in fact the opposite is true um let me give you a little bit of my own kind of side hustle history. These are some of the these are some of the things that I've done whilst I've been teaching. Now, judge away if you want to. There'll be people out there, you know, very uh, will be very concerned about. Oh, well, you should be putting your all into teaching. You should be sacrificing every waking minute into the job. And I'm like, no, it's a job. It's a job, guys. It's a job. At best, it's a craft, maybe. I was like, you don't. Why, why? Why do you have to give up everything uh, just for for your nine to five? <laughs> nine to five. What a joke! <laughs> I don't know any teacher that, that even comes close close to that those amount of hours. But if you are, you know, you might have a passion about something. You know, you might you might want to uh, create something. You might want to write a book. You might want to uh, sell figurines. You might, who knows, but it's all right. There's nothing wrong. There's no shame in finding fulfillment in areas away from teaching while still teaching. You know, there, there, nothing that I, I personally don't see anything wrong with that. But that's only because, as I say, when I was teaching, um, I was also doing lots of other things. Uh, one of, One of the... Uh, unfortunately, one of the best ways that I could do that is because I suffer from chronic insomnia. So I had a lot of hours in my day. Um, and so I did my teacher stuff. And then I also did my other stuff at night. I'm not recommending that. It is not pleasant, not pleasant at all. Um, but what we'll look at is we'll look at some some technology, some apps uh, that will maybe help if you decide to kind of uh, go for this kind of, you know, become an, become an entrepreneur. I can't say edupreneur. With a straight face, I won't. I won't. You can't make me. It's my show. But if you want, if you want to, if you want to start your own, you, you, you want to start your own little thing. You know, you want to grind. I think that's what the the kids call it on the top of the tick and such. Um, uh, you know, well, some of these things that I mentioned tonight may be really useful. Also, if you're thinking that perhaps you want to change in career from teaching you want to go out there on your own do something a little different uh, stick around because uh, some of these tools may be really useful for you um, please join in the conversation tonight you're more than welcome to call in this evening um i've i've got the kids caged in downstairs i haven't really please don't don't take that i'm, I'm just joking i'm joking guys i'm joking um the, the kids are the kids are in bed Uh, So, yeah, if you want to call in, if you've got any recommendation for apps that help with kind of the entrepreneurial side of things, please uh, call in. If you call in about maybe you have your own successes, Um, I see a lot of people on social media who have gone on to have fantastic careers as speakers or, you know, uh, or experts or um, uh, people who make resources. Yeah, and you know, there's there's lots there's lots of options out there in regard to kind of teaching adjacent careers that you can pull off at the same time. um It does take a bit of doing though, and um it's not necessarily it's not necessarily possible for everybody. But if you are thinking of you know you th- you're thinking oh I wouldn't mind selling some of these figurines that I'm that I'm a painting in the evening uh, of. Uh, um, I, I'm really sorry. I don't know anything about figurines. I just like the word. But if you've got if you've got an idea and you want to think to yourself, okay, I want to, I want to do this. I want to, I want to, I want to go on the speaking circuit. I want to be a consultant. I want to, I want to write a book. I want to make something, and it doesn't necessarily have to be educational based as well. I know that will probably be the field because that will be where your expertise is. But Uh, You know, teachers are a many and varied bunch, lots of history, lots of life history, lots of different interests. So it doesn't necessarily have to be educational based. So if you've got any hints and tips, please, uh, uh, you can uh, stick it in the chat here at Podbean Live. You can call in if you wish. Um, You can follow us and post something on Twitter for as long as that that tool lasts. What's going on there? <laughs> Speaking of trying to build up, like, a, build up a business. Social media, Twitter, was really important for me at the beginning. Um, uh, oh yeah, the list of things that I've done. Right, this is okay. I thought to myself, well, you know, I'll give, I'll give myself a, an, an example, not as a model of anything, but just an example. Um, so, some of the things that I've done whilst I've been teaching, I have written for um, uh, magazines and newspapers. I've been a, a technology columnist, I've been a, a, um, a further education columnist, because those are the areas that I was working in at the time. I have been a technology consultant, an ed tech consultant, and a, uh, a business consultant in regards to education. Um, I have, uh, oh, I, w- I did a stint as, as a copywriter, and there's a, there's a piece of technology Uh, I'll be talking about tonight that um fills me with both joy and dread in regards to copy and in regards to writing um content I think is the term isn't it content um I I was an English teacher for the longest time and that term content it just kind of ah it grinds my gears you know it's it's uh it's like oh it doesn't matter what it is just get it out there and that's some that's often the case but we'll talk a little bit about that when I mention the um Technology itself. So, yeah, I'm going to be recommending a number of different apps uh, talking about, you know, you want to maybe you want to sell something. Maybe you want to put yourself out there. Maybe you want to uh, increase your social media following because you have uh, something to sell. Now, people think that I have problems with salespeople in education. I do not. I think it's great. I think I think it's great when I see teachers uh, building up a social media presence. I I think it's great when I see teachers writing books. And the only thing that I don't understand when it comes to edu sales people is the people that don't actually admit that they're edu sales people. I cannot get my head around that. It's like, oh no, I'm 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 you know I'm an educator. It's like you you you're, you're literally selling stuff. You're literally selling stuff. It's I don't know if it's kind of like a i don't know if it's a, a strange class thing or uh i don't know what it is because you know uh, when i was I, mean, when I was doing my thing it was like uh, yeah i'm a teacher and i also do this and i also do this and i also there's no shame in it there's no shame in it so i don't understand when people just try and make out that you're not a salesperson when you're trying to sell something There's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with it and i i wonder if it's kind of like a snobbish thing you know you're looking looking down you should be doing you should be the educating for the love of the education and the the, the love of the passion of the passionate love of the all that stuff oh no 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 you know why, why why should you why should you be ashamed of me trying to make a few quid you know <laughs> what what it's it's the uh, the entrepreneurial spirit nothing wrong with that at all and it's something that i see modeled or i saw modeled in my career all the time i used i worked in vocational education I worked with people who were teaching people about careers so when it was it was about getting a job it was about getting becoming a professional making sure you have money in the bank and so if you think to yourself okay i've got i've got um you know i've got this idea for a resource i've got this idea for an app i want to i want to sell you know i want to sell teacher-based christmas cards i want to you know whatever whatever the idea is don't don't let kind of that kind of pious kind of, oh, well, you're just using it to, you're just doing this to make money. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> it's like a lot of consultants. I, I, I have a terrible tendency to try and wind consultants up by calling them salespeople. Um, some of them don't mind at all. Uh, um, some of them do mind, uh, the ones that do mind, um, I, um, are hugely suspect. In, in my in, in my view because i think you know some some of the reasons as to why they don't want to admit that they're selling a product is because i think it you know it's down it's a, a certain amount of classism it's about what's an acceptable what's an acceptable job and all that kind of palaver. but anyway what i'm basically saying is if you think that you want to, you know, you want to make something, you want to perhaps make some money off that thing. Don't, don't let anybody say, oh, well, well, you obviously don't care much. G- get stuffed. Go on, you people who say that. You know, oh well, education is about. No, you don't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what those people say. So if you want to sell something, sell something. Very capitalist, capitalist show today. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure that. Uh, uh, that many people will appreciate. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, it's all, all a bit Gordon Gecko today. But basically, what I'm saying is, if you have an interest outside of teaching or even teaching adjacent, and you think to yourself, "Actually, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to try and sell something. I like to make a bit of money. I would like to go into schools and share my expertise, but I want to get paid for it. I would like to, I'd like to, you know, show this resource, and you know, I, I want people to buy in. I have got no problem with that. Just don't pretend that you're not. That's all. So, with that in mind, okay, we've got uh, a fair few um, apps that we're going to be talking about this evening. I'm going to break it down. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, things that's going to things that are going to help uh, branding. If you if you're interested in making sure that you know everything looks real sweet, uh, things that are going to help you when it comes to social media presence, things that are going to help you with planning and you know databasing things are going to help you with the ideas that you want things that are going to help you with the uh uh, copy now yeah and i'm a bit i'm a bit hesitant about the copy thing and i'll I'll, we'll show you I'll, i'll all will become clear later on in the show um you know if you want to create video material uh all sorts of good stuff in my opinion and all of it free all of it free my goodness me i took a year out i was lucky enough to take a year out of teaching a few years back to go and just try and do other things because you know the writing was going really well um i was doing a little bit of consultancy on the side for me sins sorry right, i've got it under control now um uh, i've i was and i and i i, I took a year off teaching my, my place of work at the time said yeah go for it you know you're not we're not gonna pay you but but you go and you go and try and i was like yeah um but I wish I had some of this technology at that point because it would have made certain things so much easier. They're, I mean, we're going to be talking about free versions of software. I am not affiliated with any of these these, these companies. This is just stuff that um, I think would probably be useful if you're thinking about kind of entering the educational market, as it were. Um, <clears throat> so uh, yeah, so we'll go through a fair few of them. Um, Let's start with the let's let's start with the the artistic side of things, the aesthetic side. Um, making sure uh, that you have like a, a visual presence. So design's really important. Uh, making sure that you kind of that you get your personality across in any of the materials that you're creating. Always a good idea. Always a good idea. Um, if you haven't got oodles of cash to hire a designer, or if you haven't got oodles of patience. To work with uh, Adobe Photoshop, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't, that's that's just that's just me. I don't have I don't have a massive amount of patience. Um, I can't I can't. You want you want me to learn something? Oh my god, uh, I'm like the direct I'm like the direct opposite of what somebody who <laughs> who used to teach should be. I was like, oh my oh god, you want me to learn this? Oh no. Um, but if you want to start designing things, you want to start creating creating your own little uh, your own little space. Canva is my first recommendation um, canva is uh yeah, it's 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 fairly ubiquitous now it's quite it's quite popular um, it's in a lot of different places canva is basically it's a design tool it's a visual design tool and you can design anything you can design media banners you can design um uh, business cards i I mean to be honest, does anybody use business cards? I hope so. I never got I never got around to like having my own business card, but it was always something that seemed like properly fancy to me. It was like, oh, hi, this is me on this is me in card form. I can understand I can understand the thinking behind uh, American Psycho with all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, you can design business cards, you can design uh, social media banners, you can design posters, you can design in, in, infograms. In yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? Um, you can make it as colourful or as intricate as you want, and it's a simple tool. This is the thing; it's kind of a drag and drop tool. There's a paid-for option, uh, but you can pretty much make something that looks really decent. You know the you know the front page of your document, or the or kind of like a landing page for a website. You can make something that looks pretty decent in a very short amount of time, um, with pretty much no kind of design skill whatsoever. I, I, I'm saying that because um, I have pretty much no kind of design skill whatsoever. And it it, it works for me, um, it, I, I'm saying that, I don't, you know, I think it looks good. <laughs> the stuff that I created in the past, I think it was all right. Um, but yeah, so Canva, um, really easy to use design tool. You have to sign in uh, to use the free version and there is a premium upgrade um i've used the i've used the premium upgrade in the past and it is hugely fully featured and if you got if you got the uh if you got uh, if you got the if you got a little bit of initial outlay as it were it might be an idea but the free version really good you can design really good stuff really uh, you know bursting with personality um giving the information in a really interesting visual way and you can start working on kind of like what your brand is looks like i like i like doing all that stuff i'm you know um i think it's i think it's interesting it's it's nice to have like a it's like well i used to i used to do like badges when i was actually at school i like, used to design badges that's how that's how awesome i was uh ladies and gentlemen uh when i was at school uh, one of my one of my pastimes i wasn't in a band no no bands i wasn't i didn't i didn't play sport I design badges oh yeah baby that's what we're talking about um but this is just basically the it's it's the technological version of that you know you can you can create something uh, you can put your you can you know put your personality on it and then you can share it with a prospective audience and it's free to use and it's easy so you know you don't have to you don't have to spend hours and hours learning this particular tool a lot of it is drag and drop a lot of it is kind of just like oh look there's the middle there put it in there oh look you need something in that corner put something in the corner and you know bob's your uncle and you've got your own you've got your own little kind of uh group of branding documents straight off the bat no problem whatsoever so if you haven't used it already canva lovely little tool free to use to start off with but it has that freemium policy as everything does nowadays where it gives you a little taste, little taste, and then you have to pay for full functionality if you so wish. You don't have to; you can still use it uh, in its basic mode. And to be honest, the basic mode is pretty good as well. So you, you know, you've created your, you start creating your, ba- you got your badge. You know, you have got your badge; it's looking good. Uh, all your documentation is is uh, pretty cool. or you, you know, everything's kind of, everything's on fleek. Oh my god! I, you know, when I say some things, and I just think, oh. Good gosh. What am I doing? You know, sometimes I wonder why my kids are embarrassed um, about like, me in general. And then other times I'm like, yeah, I get it. Absolutely get it. Um, so you've designed, you've designed your materials. You've designed your, you designed your stuff. How do you get it out there? Um, uh, social media is equally a, a blessing and a curse in many cases. It's a wonderful way to self-promote. But it is very time-consuming. Hugely time-consuming. Um, um, there's been many, uh, many a person who has fallen foul of social media addiction, uh, uh, me included. Which is why I had to I had to go cold turkey to actually get something done that I wanted to get done. That's my own little kind of uh, uh, that's my own little project this year. Uh, that the book writing thing, but I've only been able to do it by cutting myself off completely from uh, from all sorts of different social media. However, uh, there is a middle way. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. There is a middle way. The middle way being uh, using an app that automates some of the things that you might want to automate if you're trying to build, if you're trying to build an audience for a particular thing that you're doing, particular product, particular service, whatever, whatever. Um, one of the best ones, one of the easiest ones, and one of the ones that I used to use when I was doing uh, digital copywriting and uh, promotions. Uh, yeah, I've done that as well. That was one of the things that I was doing. Oh God, my, uh, jack of all trades, ladies and gents. And we know what comes after that. Um, but, uh, buffer is what it's called. Buffer's really good. Um, buffer allows you to schedule social media posts across, um, a wide range of platforms. You don't have to be on your phone all the time. Um, people say that, you know, reactivity and response is a really good way of, uh, of, um, building up a you know building up an audience building up a following and that's true you know people have to see have to see what you like and have to kind of uh, you know like you as a person to kind of buy into anything that you might be offering people but also you have to be regular yeah yeah you have to be regular and so buffer is the uh, the bowl of bran in the morning of social media posts <laughs> what i mean is basically you can uh, create a series of social media posts for the week um, uh, list them off on the app, and then press a button, and it'll post it for you. You know, and then you know, fire and forget, as it were. And, and then you can look at the analytics and see who's answering, see how many people are uh, responding to the post, seeing who's liking what, who's not, and so on and so forth. Basically, it means that you don't have to be staring down your phone and answering every single thing. You can have you can be on social media without having to be on social media as it were, and that's really important because social media is a massive time trap. It is, it's a massive time trap, but if you want to try and kind of, but one of the ways that you can try and get an audience for something that you might want to be offering is uh, is to have a presence on social media. Uh, so, it, you know, uh, dip your toe into Buffer. Um, you can use it to create messages, you can use it to create other kinds of copy, and then you just send it off to whatever social media platform uh, of your choice would be whether it be twitter whether it be um uh, i don't know if they got a mastodon feature i don't i can't mastodon i know it's a dinosaur and i know like lots of people who are you know jumping the twitter ship because because uh, mr musk is l- looking like he's going to be taking it to mars um uh, mastodon I don't even like saying it, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, lots of other social media sites, Pinterest, Twitter, um, Instagram, and so on and so forth. Uh, TikTok, maybe, I'm not 100% sure. I try and stay as far away as I can from TikTok because I, 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 that, that is just that is just an attention hole that I would never, ever crawl out of. But, um, yeah, if you want to get yourself a media presence, you want to make sure that you're consistent in your posting, which is often quite important, then buffer is a really, really good idea. You know, you can spice up your posts. You can put links in the posts to uh, a product if you have a product. And so on and so on. It's just a way, like I say, it's just a way to be uh, socially, uh, socially media-ish uh, without having to be on it all the time, without having that, you know, death stare. Into those tiny little screens that we carry with us all the time. Uh, you can kind of do it. You can do it at a, a given time at the beginning of the week when you're a Sunday night, like at the moment when you you know you've got nothing better to do than listen to this strange guy talking about business and education. And you can just reel off a whole bunch of tweets for the week or posts for the week, and there you go. You know. Um, you don't have to rely on somebody else to keep pressing that post button for you, which is really, really good. I mean, some of this stuff. I mean, actually, all of this stuff, um, it could be. A, you could kind of, it could be a one-person gig. You know, it could just. You know, it, and to be honest, that's one of the reasons why I've chosen this stuff. Is uh, a little bit of time ago, you wouldn't have been able to do all this yourself. You know, it'd be too much of a. It'd be too much of a time sink. There'd be too much initial outlay of time and effort. And especially with teaching, oh my gosh, especially with teaching when you have uh, very little time to do absolutely anything at all outside of teaching. So, you know, these products, when uh, when I was out into the world doing my entrepreneurial thing, um, these products weren't as established. And oh God, I wish I had some of this stuff. I wish I, Buffer has actually, um, Buffer's actually um, been very, very useful in my, in my career, both as both as a teacher and a and a salesperson around teaching, because people have been like, "Well, how come you? Well, you are posting all the time. How can you post all the time? Aren't you doing your job properly?" I was like, "Yeah, I am doing my job properly. I am just I am letting a robot do it for me," you know. It's like, <laughs> so it's useful for that as well. It's like, "Oh yeah, well, you can't, you can't, you can't be a oh my gosh, you spend so much time." I was like, "No, I don't. No, I don't. I just give it to little robot buffer guy, and he does it all for me." Now leave, leave me be. Leave me be, uh, line manager. Why are we ha- why are we in this meeting? What's going on? That's not true. I've never been. I've... <laughs> um, although that is something to consider. You know, is your current place of work happy with uh, you? Perhaps going out on your own a little bit. Um, uh, everybody's everybody's institution is different in that case, and that's a whole that's a whole different kettle of fish. Um, when it comes to social media presence maybe uh, and kind of school's response to social media presence uh, I'm not sure sh- we're not going to get into that I've, I've not prepared enough this show to get into that I'm afraid it's not it's not been I've got I've got all my notes on half a whiteboard for this particular show and I've not thought about it that deeply so I'm sorry producer Tom it's true it's true I do a lot of this stuff off the cuff Um uh, but, I mean, some of the apps that we're looking at, that that's what it allows you to do. It saves you time. saves you time. But anyway, so first couple of recommendations when it comes to entrepreneurial apps. Uh, first is Canva for your branding, for your design, uh, for your, uh, you know, it could be uh, your digital um, marketing stuff. And, uh, and so on and so forth. And then we've got uh, Buffer for your social media posting right then ladies and gents we're going to have the news now last time i put the news on last week it killed the feed so um let's let's see how we get on let's see how we get on so i'm going to press the button and hopefully i'll be back in a few minutes but i make absolutely no guarantees all right okay all right here we go and i may see you again in a little bit
2: If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common, a passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are with Witherslack Group, If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future.
0: This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News.
3: With the World Cup due to begin, TES Magazine reveals why some schools won't be screening games during school time. The competition, held in Qatar, is the subject of much concern from some school leaders worried about the ethics of showing games held in a country with a poor record when it comes to human rights. England play one game, against Iran, during school hours but, whilst many school leaders have chosen to show significant games in the past, some are choosing not to do so this time. FIFA's choice to host the tournament in Qatar has been controversial from the outset because of the country's laws on homosexuality and its treatment of migrant workers. Some heads have said that showing the game would be at odds with lessons on diversity and equality. Not all leaders share the same view and some schools will show the game but will have what is described as age-appropriate discussions about the ethics of the tournament alongside. Decisions of this nature are always left to individual school leaders and, as debate about the tournament continues, the only real certainty is that this World Cup will be remembered for its controversial hosts, if nothing else. The last week has seen many schools participate in activities to mark Anti-Bullying Week. To further acknowledge the impact bullying can have on young people and their families, the Government's Education Hub has published an article laying out what they are doing to help combat bullying in education. This support has largely been in the form of government grants to fund projects and organisations who do important anti-bullying work. This has included further funding for the Diana Award, a recognised anti-bullying programme, the Anti-Bullying Alliance, a new programme to prevent and tackle bullying through quality RSHE education, the Anne Frank Trust to continue the different but the same project, diversity role models, developing intervention materials for schools, and equality to support multi-academy trusts or local authorities to create change. Full details of all the projects and the funding can be found on the UK website, as well as in the preventing and tackling bullying guidance. The Scottish Government will launch an online national discussion on Scottish education the week beginning the 21st of November. Children, young people, parents, carers and teachers are being encouraged to take part by registering for events. Those who register will be able to talk directly to the independent facilitators, Professor Alma Harris and Professor Carol Campbell. The discussion was first launched in September, but in order to ensure as full a discussion as possible, the online events have also been launched. So far, the discussion has received 3,500 responses and feedback will be open until the 5th of December. The Schools and Academy Show 2022 saw the Chair of Ofqual, Ian Buckham, discuss plans for exams and grading for 2023, as well as considering the future of exams, assessment and the use of technology. In his speech, he made it clear that exams and other formal assessments that are like exams give students the fairest chance to show what they know and what they can do. He cited feedback from students, parents and teachers, which he said was overwhelmingly positive particularly about the return to normal exams in 2022 after the difficulties of the pandemic. Whilst exams in 2023 will see a return to pre-pandemic grading, safeguards will be put in place to ensure no pupil is disadvantaged. This will be the same as those put in place for the 2017 series when pupils sat the reformed GCSE and A-level qualifications for the first time. He went on to speak about the impact of digital tech, And described it as when, not if, there would be a greater use of it in high-stakes exams. He did, however, acknowledge that a move to greater digital assessment can only come about through joint working across a range of partners and stakeholders, so as not to experiment with young people's futures. A full transcript of the speech can be found on the DfE website. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio News with Jo Fox.
0: This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello,
4: this week I'm going to look at smartwatches. For those of you that don't know what a smartwatch is, it's basically a watch that has the ability to connect to your phone, enhancing the experience of the owner's smartphone by delivering notifications and controls via an interface which shows more discreetly and allows the user to decide whether they need to get their phone out or not. This is a real bonus for teachers as a lot of schools have no phones policies, making it difficult to be contacted during the day. Some smartwatches also can stand alone without the need for a short-range phone connection as they've got built-in cellular or Wi-Fi capability, extending the range of connection, allowing the phone to be left at home. Although this can be useful, you need to bear in mind that there are additional costs for this, and answering calls makes you look like you're on an episode of Star Trek talking to your wrist unless you have headphones, and replying to text can be tricky using the watch interface. That being said, one of the most powerful features of smartwatches is the ability to use contactless payment with them real time saver and also peace of mind. A downside of contactless payment using smart devices is some payment machines In particular, parking meters only accept cards. This needs to be kept in mind when traveling around. So, what is the best? Well, that depends on the phone you currently have. It isn't really about the best, it's about compatibility. If you want an Apple Watch, you need to have an Apple phone. Android allows more options and also can be considerably cheaper. You need to ask yourself a few questions to decide what's best for you. Here are the questions I'd ask when considering a smartwatch. What do I want it for? If it's to see notifications from my phone, could an activity tracker be what I'm after? Compatible with all mobile phone platforms, there is a reduced control interface, but for around £50, alongside tracking your activity, you can see notifications without the need to get your phone out. What is the battery life like? Will it last until you get home to charge it? What's the display like? Will you be able to see it at a glance? What if you get messaged while pointing at a pupil's work? Will they see it? Can notifications be adjusted so you are not accidentally sharing? Is it noisy? Can you silence it? Can you switch it to vibrate? And finally, some phone contracts allow you to add on extra devices. Will it be cheaper to do it that way or to buy it outright? As always, I'd love to hear your favourite teaching tech. Do you wear a smartwatch? let us know at ttr 2022 i'm steve woods and that was two minute tech
0: two minute tech with steve woods your tech briefing on teachers talk radio all right are we back are we
1: back i hope so because the rest of this show is absolute gold i tell you if i have another technical issue I will not be pleased whatsoever, but it looks like everything is going okay. Yeah, even in an attic in Leeds, we can broadcast to the world. Well, thank you very much if you're listening live. It's really, really good to have you here. Um, also, if you want to listen to the download at a later date, um, I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm not going to hold it against you. It's, it's Sunday night, you know. If you, if you, if you, if you know, I mean, I'm a delight, obviously. But if it's if you think to yourself, okay, yeah, I, I can uh, maybe listen at some other point in time. That's all good, all good. We we love to hear from people. Having said that, um, my my youngest downstairs has been uh, making moves to absolutely scupper this show. So I'm afraid I won't be able to do any live calling at the moment. So I'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn that option off all apologies. Uh, but if I start talking to people, um, and, uh, if the conversation gets animated, um, we may have a extra special guest who will be my seven year old son asking me what it is I'm doing. Why am I, why am I stood here talking to myself? Am I all right? That kind of thing. And I don't need that kind of pressure this evening. You know, it's Sunday night for me as well. So, um, All apologies. Uh, I'm just going to turn off call-in option for the moment. I will get to the point where I do have call-ins. It's just that, you know, you think to yourself, yeah, Um, it's lovely to talk to people live. It is lovely to talk to people live. So if if you are planning to call in, but you want to uh, leave a message on the um, Podbean Live board, you're more than welcome. Uh, You can also uh whack a message onto um twitter uh our uh, tt radio 2022 uh if you've got any comments i can have a check of that and see what people are thinking of the show so far actually no no (laughs) maybe not (laughs) there's always there's always dangers in back channeling isn't there um but yeah if you've got any if you've got any good recommendations of apps uh, that might help you in a little cottage industry you've got going on or what indeed that cottage industry is It's always good to hear from people um, So yeah, uh, we've talked still talking about the different types of technology that we looked at We looked at Canva first for design free to use really easy. You can you can just like you can get going straight away um, We've got a uh, buffer once again really easy to use the things that i tend to recommend usually have a very very straightforward user interface because no one's got no one's got time to learn um an entirely new program and if you do let it be excel you know that should be that should be your priority in in all walks of life i don't care what your job is excel first and then everything else second but um uh, canva and buffer are both really easy kind of plug in and play you get to just do whatever it is that you need to do. And you can come up with something, in the case of Canva, you can come up with something fairly professional looking within 10 minutes. Easy peasy. So let's move on. So, you know, you've got your promotional materials for your product. You've got your, uh, you know, you've got your buffer timetable. You know when you're going to send out. How do you bring all this stuff together? Especially if you're doing it on your Todd. You know, if it's just you alone, alone teacherpreneur, edupreneur. Uh, salesperson, nothing wrong with it, guys. Nothing wrong with it. How do you bring it all together in one place? Maybe, maybe you're doing it with a group of friends. You know, maybe, maybe a couple of people in the English department have said, "Oh, actually, you know, let's 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 see if we can come up with a little bit of a, a team effort." And if you have got, and if you if you have that, you need kind of like a digital space where you can start planning. You can have uh, space for ideas. You can um, have a, you know a Kanban board to see, see what. Uh, progress you're making, um, uh, address lists, uh, contact lists—all these different things—it's handy to have in one place. It's sometimes handy to compartmentalize that one place as well. Um, there's always kind of the desire—if you get free, if you get free software at work, um, there's always a desire to use that because you know it's usually quite—you know, well, I say usually. Sometimes it's a really good package. So, for instance, in my institution, I get Office 365 for free, and I love it absolutely love it. But if I was going to be doing my own thing, as it were, I probably wouldn't use that because I don't like the overlap. I don't know if that's just me, but I like to I like to have distinct parts of my existence in distinct digital places. So for instance, um, Office 365 I use for my work planning and all the, all the good stuff that that does. I'm going to have to do a show on Office 365 at some point because I'm so impressed with it, especially uh, especially when it comes to accessibility and assistive technology, um, those different things. Um, but, uh, yeah, you might want to keep things separate, the planning separate, but you also might want to include a whole bunch of other people. Um, so, therefore, uh, something like, and this is my next top next top tip. I forgot to upload the uh, jingle. Uh, I know everybody's been waiting for that, but um, I haven't got it today. But my uh, next tip is... Uh, somewhere where you can plan somewhere where you can think about what you need to do and in my case i think notion is a really really good tool for this i've mentioned this before and i think uh, um uh, uh big boss big boss tom um i think he 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 was keen on learning a little bit more about notion uh, notions basically um it's basically kind of a cloud-based database that you can add things you can do uh you can you can add basically whatever your heart desires. It's easily rearrangeable. You can have different pages for different things. In my writing, I, have, um, I use Notion for things like having a scratch pad, but then I have it for timelines, character studies, all that kind of stuff, all in one place. It's a great way of getting lots of disparate information into one place, and it's very easy to share that stuff. But for one person, it's free. Once again, uh, there, are, um, there are costs in regard to... There's costs in regards to um, the full package, as ever there is. But if you if it's you on your Todd, um, it's free. I really recommend you have a look at it. Really recommend you have a look at it because what it does, it means that you have a central database for all your ideas about what it is that you're offering, what it is that you might be selling, or uh, you can plan, you can think, you can mind map. What's the best feature for me? And I use it for my own life as well. The best feature for me is that you can create spaces that have links to other things. Now, my memory is perhaps not all that it should be. Um, this may be because of my, um, my advanced age that continues to advance at a rapid rate. Um, but but uh, um, I find it difficult or find it annoying uh, to kind of just click on links all the time and just, oh God, I've got to go there. You know, I could do my favourites list, but that's like bare effort, man. I could do, you know, so I, I, I spend a lot of my time like just clicking random links. But what Notion allows you to do, Notion allows you to create, create a space where you can put links to different things. So for this show, I have a page on Notion uh, for this particular show. I have the link to the Podbean website that we use. Uh, I have a link to um, our Slack conversations. Not conversations that where people can't be bothered. Uh, the, the platform Slack, obviously, <laughs> um, and you know it helps to keep all these different things in one place. But it's not just for links. You can add documents. You can add you can add uh, charts. You can add pretty much everything. It becomes kind of like the um, headquarters of whatever project it is that you decide to carry on. Uh, to, sorry, to carry out. And it's really, really good. And once again, it's free. And it's only as, it, you know, you can, you can highly customize it uh, to whatever extent you find useful. But just having that kind of idea of a second brain, somewhere where you can put all your ideas, somewhere where you can put, you know, you might even have a marketing strategy, you know, you might even have uh, contacts that you want to speak to. It just means that it has somewhere. There's lots of there's there's other options as well. Don't let me tie you into one particular product, but Notion I use because it's separate from all the other things that I use. Um, uh, similar products such as OneNote uh, when it comes to Microsoft Evernote. But the thing that Notion does that Notion and Notion does really well is um, when it comes to consolidating different parts of the whole and that's really really important when you are kind of setting on and setting you know setting out on a new journey and you're not 100% sure what you need you you can put everything in notion you can organise it to your heart's content and have somewhere have a database for this this new thing that you want to do you know um, as i say consult, you know making sure uh, you know personally i like compartmentalising i make sure that i have a notion for a particular thing and then I just keep it separate from everything else. I cannot. I, I cannot. I've I've learned this about myself over the last last couple of years. I I have to have everything separate and like visibly separate. Uh, and if it gets messy, I just like disregard it. I just I kind just turn around and walk away. It's ridiculous behavior for somebody who's forty two years old, but it's true. So uh, Notion allows you to place um, lots of different things in one place, and it can kind of it can kind of serve as your uh serve as your server as it were for your idea your business idea whatever that may be and it's easily uh, shared as well if uh, you want to take that option so just something to consider notion there are other there are other alternatives but somewhere where you can plan your things you know somewhere where you can have like a an hq of this idea and notion's really really good for that if you if if that's a bit of a vague description which um Uh, Yeah, it is. Uh, If that's a bit of a vague description, just have a look at some of the um, some of the ways people use Notion on YouTube. But once again, like I said at the top of the show, don't get sucked into that toxic productivity of like you always got to do, you always got to be grinding, you always got to get. You know, I I only sleep for thirty-seven seconds a night, and the rest of the time is like teachers don't need that kind of stuff. Teachers know how to work hard already. it's just uh, have a look at examples of how people use it and it will give you a little bit of a um, little bit of ideas when um, you have models of uh, use um, if of course i'm not teaching your grandmother to suck eggs and you don't know uh, if you know what it is and use it all the time really really good when it comes to trying to get a business idea off the ground so uh that's notion and speaking of ideas pow, pow segway look at that that's what i'm talking about sunday night and it still sounds like i know what i'm talking about um uh, you need somewhere to have uh somewhere where you can have your ideas somewhere visual somewhere you can see what um other people are doing somewhere where you've got images i'm not going to say visual learner because i think um i probably get hung drawn on quarter but somewhere where you can see things that people have done before or see things that are similar to you or the interests or some of the ideas behind whatever it is that you're trying to offer to people Uh, and pinterest is really good for that now the reason i mentioned pinterest is because um, i don't use it myself and that's really counterintuitive but um, i know a lot of people who do use it and use it extremely well as a kind of uh, as an ideas board Somewhere they where they uh, where you can see something and you become inspired and you think, Oh, that's that's really good, that's the direction that I want to take my particular product, or my particular service in. Um, it's somewhere where you can just grab at stuff and think, Oh, okay, so let's put, um, you know, um, I don't mean like li- liberally nick ideas, although you can if you want to. Uh, I won't, I won't, you know, who am I to stop anybody, but um, just an ideas board, uh, mood board, a Um, and all these kind of things. It's just a really, really good way, um, from what I've seen, from the models I've seen other people using, it, it's just a really, really good way of capturing uh, a feeling. And sometimes that's all you need when it comes to kind of a business uh, product or a proposal. It's about capturing a feeling, uh, making sure that kind of branding is, um, you know, your branding's on point. Making just just seeing what else is out there is always good, so that you're not stepping on uh, uh, another product's toes, as it were, uh, and just just a way to kind of visualize what it is that you want. Um, like I say, uh, you know, I, uh, me personally, I'm so pig-headed that I don't care about what else is out there (laughs) if god if i cared that other people had done the same thing as me i would never have had a writing career about education because every like you know the stuff that i the stuff that i wrote um people had thought about before um i think i just came up with a very charming package actually no, I'm joking. It's um, um, So I don't necessarily do that kind of ideas board, dream board, uh, visualizing a product or visualizing ideas behind a product all that kind of thing. But I've seen that people who do, it's massively effective. So for instance, uh, Leanne on the chat here, um, uh, first year in reception last year, literally, uh, let me move my mouse, literally started with Pinterest for every topic before planning. It's a good idea. I think so. Um, oh she's also said not sure I should admit that yes you should Leanne. yes you should there's no there's no right or wrong way of going about this kind of thing but it is as a planning tool yeah I've seen it use it incredibly effectively yeah exactly um really good really good really accessible once again user interface is really good um and so yeah Pinterest just to get you out get your ideas out there sometimes you know your brain can be filled with all this good stuff but it doesn't really take form until you see it somewhere else or the ideas or you uh, you know you use it for motivation or you use it as a model of what you could be doing so yeah pinterest is my next one so uh what we got so far we got canva for design and branding we've got buffer for uh, your social media strategies um the reason that i like buffer for social media strategy is cuz you didn't have to have much of a strategy and it was really easy <laughs> it was like oh i am going to use this this post i'm going to send this then and i'm not going to forget about it um, and i like stuff like that all these tools the reason behind all these tools uh, oh hi ellie ellie just come into the chat there the reason that i'm recommending this stuff is to try if you're going to have a go at this stuff and you're teaching anyway you're all, you're going to you're going to be time poor There's going to be massive pressures so the tools that I'm kind of talking about today the very very small learning curves very um very immediate user interfaces are very clean and you can just get going you know you get you have a couple of minutes a miraculous couple of minutes at lunchtime where you're not shoving food down your f- face or you're not stood in a wet and misty playground you know trying to stop havoc being caused um, you can just have a quick look at something and then maybe add to it. It doesn't all have to be done in like at one time. People think that you have to set aside massive amounts of time to do this kind of stuff. You know, little bits here and there, piecemeal stuff. And uh, before you know it, you find that you kind of got a plan, and you think yourself, "Ah, oh, okay, so maybe this is doable." <laughs> so yeah, um, as I said, Notion for kind of a database for your idea. Pinterest to kind of visualise what else is out there, and um, uh, I've mentioned this as one as well. When it comes to mixed media, when it comes to video editing and creation, can sometimes be a really, really complicated thing. Um, and when when it comes to I, I spend an inordinate amount of time in my day to day job making instructional videos for. A massive, massive, stupidly massive, weird, really range of uh, instructional uh, videos for tools, for ways of doing things, for awareness of particular products. My my bag is assistive technology, um, and one of those one of the things about assistive technology is you, is unless you're heavily invested in it, it you don't really know what you know. So um, you know, I'm I'm always about trying to get. Uh, trying to create awareness, and I, I create videos because um, uh, thankfully and luckily I'm in quite high demand in my job, so I can't always be in meetings and so on and so forth. So somebody says, oh, I don't know how to do this, and I make a video and I send it through. But that's only viable if like, the tool that you're using is easy to use. I have gone through pretty much every single video editing program that there is out there, not for kind of you know, not to not looking for the best necessarily, not looking for the kind of bells and whistles, and you know like cinematic start cinematic openings like a Star Wars crawl at the opening. Although there is an app that can create those for you, which is quite cool. But anyway, um, you know, I'm not looking for massive. I don't want to spend massive amounts of time creating. Materials, and I think that's the case when it comes to kind of promoting an idea, promoting a business, promoting a product, or promoting yourself. If you are thinking about consultancy and whatnot, you don't want to be spending massive amount of time if it's only you who's creating this stuff. So, I've gone through. Oh my goodness me, I've gone through so many video editing um, because it, I kind I really quite like video editing as a as a kind of a hobby, really. So, I've been through you know DaVinci, I've been through Adobe, I've been through, I've been through. All these different things, and the thing that's been perfect for me when it comes to promotional materials, when it comes to fast turnaround, is a uh, editor called Cap Cut. Um, the reason being is that Cap Cut is a free to use product, always good. I like that, you know. Uh, honorary auctionman that I am, I do like value for money, and Cap Cut's free it's designed for social media posts on instagram and tiktok and you know that kind of that kind of thing but the user interface is so easy it's so easy it's like a it's like oh i can make a video in no time whatsoever i can use the templates that they have i can use the effects that they have and it's just like ah oh. Oh, this is actually. Sometimes video creation is an absolute pain in the nethers, and you just think, and you're like, you're sat for hours. You know, I I even bought like a jog wheel to make the thing easier. You know, uh, proper kind of. um, I'm now trying to think of a currently relevant director, Uh, but no, I'm going for Steven Spielberg. You know, like proper, proper, like had all the physical tech, but the programs that we're using too difficult. Well, they're not too difficult it's just that i don't want to as i say i'm you know i don't want to spend eons learning a new tool where if there is a version of something that just gets the job done and does it to a, a, a you know a standard where you're happy with sending it out i'm going to use that because i'm lazy uh, i like to think of myself as creatively lazy uh, but in all honesty i'm just lazy so if you want to create um video media to try and promote what it is that you're doing. CapCut is a wonderful video editor. You can download it to PC. You can use it on mobile. Um, I'm not sure what the catch is as ever. I'm a little bit kind of, hmm, this is really too good to be offering for free. And once again, it's that underlying uh, philosophy that if, uh, you know, if somebody's giving you technology for free, they're taking, they're taking payment in other ways. Um, but having said that, I just I I haven't come across a better video editor that is immediate, that is easy to use, and just does all the things that you need to do in a really really straightforward fashion than CapCut. And um, I've I've mentioned it before. Uh, If you are doing any kind of video editing in schools as well, it's a really really good option. Really good option. It's not got very many bells and whistles, but it's not needed. Um, Excuse me. Uh, Yes, so. down the, down the list once again, I like to summarize. What can I say? I like uh, plenari- plenari- plenari-zing, <laughs> plenarizing the show. So, Canva for design, Buffer for social media, Notion for having a database, Pinterest to get some get your creative juices flowing, and CapCut if you want to start editing uh, video. Oh, we've got a couple of people on the chat at the moment. Uh, there's Ellie. Hi, hey again. Hi Hi again, Ellie. It's, it's a, it's a good, it's, you know, it's good to make contact. Um, Leanne has come up with a point, you know, there is kind of like, where, where do people get the time for this kind of thing? Um, it's not going to be the case in every case. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to be viable. So before you kind of think to yourself, right, I'm going to be the next, um, I'm going to be the next guru of uh, whatever area it is that you're interested in. It, it, you know is it viable time wise you know is it does it mean that you may have to kind of step away from teaching do you really want to do that you know um in my career i was always looking to do new things i was uh, the only thing I never wanted to do, I didn't want. I never wanted to become management because that would have been an absolute bin fire for everybody involved. But I always wanted to kind of look and do new things. That's where the technology stuff came from because I was looking for new ways of doing things and shortcuts for doing things. If I'm going to be brutally honest, um, but um, you know, uh, there there is a you know there is kind of an initial outlay of time and effort for this kind of thing. So be realistic. You know, be realistic. Do you have the time to do this? Can you make time? Can you fit it in anywhere? If you're going to do it in your free time, what you given up? You know, make a judgment. You know, be realistic about uh, the pressures. Um, <clears throat> speaking of pressures, uh, I'm going to put the uh, I'm going to put the our wonderful sponsors on again, so I can go and grab a coffee, so I am uh, not falling asleep at this very late. I don't care what you say. I'm old. It is a late hour.
0: This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEM education and care. They're here to support you, too, through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles, and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.withaslacgroup.co.uk to find out more.
2: If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common. A passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are Witherslack Group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit wwwwitherslackgroupcouk forward slash careers and be part of our future.
1: Okay, that was a word from our sponsors. Thank you very much, sponsors. Um, So this last one. Now, I was hesitant about putting this in. I've recently been looking into this because um, uh, what I've been trying to do in my day-to-day, my day-to-day assistive technology role, is that I've been working with many students who have um, um, limited mobility and... In regards to writing emails, um, it can be quite a painful process with a traditional keyboard input. Oh, look! This is the A. C. part of the show. Ding, 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 ding! Great, I love it. Got it in there at the end. We were with. I'm, I've. I've. This has been like. A, this has been a thing for me for every single. Every single show that has. There has to be some assistive technology awareness in there. So we have. Um, we have students and staff mobility issues mean that traditional keyboard input is painful and i was like okay so what's out there that can perhaps limit the effort that you have to put in to um write that you know like the donkey work writing that you have to do in your job whether it be reports whether it be in this case it started off with emailing and um I've got a fantastic job because what I do is I talk to I talk to people and they tell me their issues and then I get to go and research these issues. Only problem is that I have a tendency to spiral down, spiral down absolute kind of massive holes of um, of uh, searching for uh, particular technology, and that's um, that's a good thing and a bad thing because uh, you know sometimes I forget to eat. But what I was doing, I was looking for um, tools that kind of. Helped with the writing process and uh, reduce writing, basically. And there was lots of there's lots of things that I came up with templates uh, in regards to emails, um, template phrases apps where you can just add bits that you've already created into particular emails. I do that myself, to be honest. It's, it's, if um, yeah, if you, if you have to send slightly similar emails uh, re- uh, repeatedly. You having template apps, or um, um, or having uh, parts, or even the auto auto correct function, you can add uh, bits of text to, so you can kind of just uh, you can create puzzle your way to an email, and it, it, it's a lot less effort than having to type out the same thing every single time. Um, but uh, so I came across. And this was pretty much by accident because it's not something that I kind of started looking for, but it was something that I came across and I stumbled across it. And I thought to myself, this, uh, I said that I did, uh, for me since, I did a bit of copywriting uh, a, fair, a fair few years back for uh, technology companies. I wrote promotional materials for ed tech companies um, to send the word out about particular products. And it was, it was, oh man, it was a bind. It was. It was. I love writing. Um, as a as a as a, an ex ex English teacher, I love writing. I love the process of writing. I'm writing, You know, I'm doing I'm doing the book thing at the moment, and I'm I'm loving every minute of it. But when it comes to copywriting, especially um, digital copy, it's so tedious because not only do you have to write something, and perhaps the thing that you're writing. Isn't really particular and particularly interesting, but you have to you have to write it anyway. You have to check things for you know SEO, search engine optimization, to make sure that you're including the correct words and phrases to make sure that it gets up on that search engine. Uh, it gets closer to the top, and it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. It's one of the it's one of those writing jobs that really takes sucks the joy out of writing sometimes. Speaking personally, if there's a copywriters out there, I, I, this is—I'm not having a dig. You—you you do a great job, an absolutely brilliant job. It's just—it's not something that um, I was—I was particularly enamoured with. And uh, I thought to myself, well, this thing that I've come across is—if um, I'd had that back then, my uh, my output would have tripled, quadrupled. Anyway, um, oh yeah, it's called Copy AI. What Copy AI does, and this is where it gets scary and a little bit kind of mm, uh, the English teacher in me is going, Well, I don't, I am not liking this. But the kind of entrepreneur who understands that you have to write a load of stuff on a day to day basis to try to promote something is thinking that actually, yeah, this is really useful. Copy AI allows you to write a short description into the program and then it will write a blog post or an email or Uh, Another form of digital communication, it'll write it for you. And I was like, ah, I first first heard this. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, Pull the other one. Um, uh, Me and artificial intelligence have a very tumultuous relationship. uh, But that's for another show. Um, So I was like, oh, this is, it'll just be be a rubbish bunch of stock phrases that they've put in and they'll try and, you know, they're trying to pass it off. As uh, as AI, so I did a couple of um, I put in a very very short, not detailed at all description, um, and I believe it was uh, top ten at uh, top ten assistive technology apps as the description, and I pressed the compose button, and boom, there was a, a blog post um, that looked at the apps, a fairly generic introduction, but looked at the apps with links to the actual apps themselves that were all relevant and um, a very kind of jaunty sign-off because you could choose the tone that was being written. Now um, as a time-saving option for anybody who uh, wants to write kind of copy to try and promote their, for teachers who want to try and promote their um, uh, whatever it is that they're offering, whether it be a product or so on and so forth, as a time-saving thing, oh my goodness me, I've never seen the like, never seen the like of it, and I was like, ah, damn. And but as as an as a former English teacher, I was like, oh my gosh, Skynet is here, and they're writing our emails, you know. Um, So yeah, it's uh, can, yeah, it's it's a recommendation. It is a recommendation. Copy AI is one another one of those freemium things. Have a go, have a go. Uh, My my darkly cynical side. When I first started, I was like, this is going to be this is going to be rubbish and it's not perfect you know it doesn't it, bells and whistles doesn't uh, specific details and so on and so forth it, 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 there's still something a bit ai about the final written product but as a basis of model that you can just build on oh my goodness me it saves so much time so if you're on your own you think okay I want to you know I want to do a mail out about this thing that I'm trying to sell but oh god I can't I can't write another 200 word uh, 200 word email that tries to hit all the buttons uh, I don't want to do another promotional material I don't want to I don't even want to hear the letters s e o again um this is really good scarily good though guys scarily good like I, I always say I am not a technology evangelist I'm not like oh wow look at this thing it's really fantastic it's going to change our life well yeah this might well change your life um But basically, it means a computer writes your stuff for you. Now, how comfortable with that you are, that is entirely dependent on um, many different factors, whether you believe that uh, the robots will one day eventually um, rise up and take take your jobs. People used to say that, didn't they? It's like, uh, you know, oh, you've got to make sure that, you know, that your work is such that you won't be replaced with a computer. To be honest, by the end of the teaching career, I was like, oh, my God, bring them on. Seriously. Oh, oh, I'm absolutely knackered. I don't, if if there's a computer out there that can do my job, please, please create. If it's not, create one. I'll, you know, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. You know, TeacherTron. I think I wrote about this. Yeah, TeacherTron 3000. Uh, it's, like, it's like, oh, my God, please, please replace me please replace me with a robot um and at the time the, the the technology wasn't really there and it was all a bit of a a bit of a joke but um when it comes to copywriting and when it comes to writing digital material uh copy ai really kind of uh, really kind of um is doing that kind of thing if i'd have had it when i was a copywriter i'd be I, i'd be banging out banging out copy left right and center as it were, and it would take minimal effort because it would basically be just um, uh, just messing around with what would already be a fairly fully formed document. I can hear English teachers out there going, you are, you do, you, don't you, oh my, no, no. And, I, and I'm kind of with you on this one. Uh, uh, the, the ex-English teacher in me sees all sorts of issues with this but the kind of the you know business startup guy thinks oh actually that would that means that you don't need a team of writers it means that you don't need to write yourself it means that you can save yourself some time maybe get this idea in the limited amount of time that you have whilst you're teaching off the ground that you may not have been able to do otherwise so yeah last recommendation um copy ai have a look at it first have a look at it i've I've kind of talked it up a little bit um but yeah have a look at it and you know see what you reckon see what you reckon um as a you know a writer by trade as i was for a long time uh i don't i don't i don't i don't like it but I can very much appreciate the effort and time that it may save all I need now is to find like assistive technology advisor AI, and then I can just sit back and relax. <laughs> no that will never happen that will ne- that oh god maybe it will happen who knows who knows but basically yeah so those are the recommendations for the show we've got uh, canva buffer notion pinterest capcut capcut I'm, capcut i'm so impressed with i won't you know sometimes i'm kind of like oh have a go at this as you want Cap, capcut easiest editing tool uh, i've ever come across i've come across a ton of them so yeah not necessarily designed for um, kind of promotional material but not necessarily not necessarily not so yeah give it give it a go See, so, um, give it a go because that that that'd probably be my number one recommendation and then copy ai it's either going to be really helpful or it's going to mean um, uh, that arnold schwarzenegger is going to turn up uh, with an exoskeleton at some point in the future uh so yeah so uh hopefully if you're thinking about having you know thinking about maybe a se- trying to get a second trying to get a second um a second role trying to trying to trying to maybe sell something that you think um you know that people might want trying to you know trying to take the journey i said at the top of the show there is nothing wrong with thinking okay i need to branch out a little bit <clears throat> you know maybe i can start selling this or doing that Got absolutely no problems with it whatsoever. Hopefully, the tools in the show um, uh, help, because pretty much what they do is they cut down the time that you would have to spend otherwise on some of the the less uh, fun aspects when it comes to um, trying to trying to market something. Um, and yes i know there's probably going to be a bit of kickback. i'm not going to i'm not going to hear it by the way because i'm not on social media at the moment so i I'll say what i want really <laughs> but um there might be a bit of a kickback, as i said at the top of the show oh well you know if you're doing this and you're not concentrating on your particular job it's like what you never had a hobby you know you never what you don't you don't you don't uh, you know you are a football team you know on a weekend or you know do, do you not watch telly I, I never, under, I never understood this, and like I said before, I think it's, I think it's to do with a conception of teaching as a vocation, and therefore that it, you know, everything else needs to be squeezed out. I'm like hell, no, make that money <laughs> if you can. If you've got a really good idea, if you want to, if you want to do it, give it a go. But of course, it's not always, not always realistic, given time constraints, given pressures of the job. As I have said before, teaching is, uh, and I've done. Uh, Hopefully, I've kind of like made it clear. I've done a load of stuff in my career, barman, copywriter. Um, uh, you know, like uh, oh, just just a whole range of like real, real, real weird stuff, and nothing has even come close to teaching when it comes to pressures in the job. Not even close. So yeah, have a think about it if you want to kind of uh, if you want to start your entrepreneurial journey um i I sound like it'd be like selling a car or something but if you want to have a go at this as i said be realistic about you know what you think the outcomes are what you think the time initial time outlay the initial effort outlay is going to be and um, have a look and see what the technology is like about these particular things social media is really important Well, I believe it's I believe it's really important because it's one of the strangely enough, it's kind of like one of the homegrown things that you can do to promote yourself or whatever it is that you that you're trying to get out there. Um, Building up a following can be really really useful for that type of thing. So, um, if you're thinking right, I'm gonna I want to I want to put this I want to market this thing, and you're trying to market over social media. That's great. Use Buffer, but try and put put a bit of yourself in it. I think uh, one of the issues that I have with uh, copy AI is that there's very little personalization. And I think people respond to that. It's not just about the product. It's about the person who's uh, putting forward the product, selling the product. And so have a, have a little bit of that. And do not, don't be surprised, if, uh, especially when, in regards to social media, don't be surprised if people are not liking the fact that a teacher would also be doing something else i don't understand it but it's true i've had i've had no end of grief from strangers saying oh oh you oh you're doing this so so how can you how can you still teach oh it's like well, get knotted because i'm you know because i'm an adult and i can do like different things at the same time it's crazy isn't it you know um uh you'll also get if you do become slightly successful in what you do um You'll also get people, uh, and I'm I'm starting on this kind of like positive thinking, but you'll also get people who question what you're doing, uh, try and, you know, try and in some cases kind of just directly attack either the product or the service that you're offering. Stand your ground, guys. Stand your ground. I was, what was I, what was I watching? Um, Oh, I can't remember. Oh, I was, I was listening to a podcast because I'm 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 kind of heavily into that now uh because I'm middle aged but I was listening to a podcast about um literary reviews and the podcast said well you know if if uh, you know it's very easy to see if a a bad review has merit or whether it is just kind of the issue of the person who is reviewing it and that goes the same if you do if you get any measure of success or if you put an idea out there and you get A negative commentary, um, you know, by all means, you can use that to kind of improve. um, But if the negative commentary doesn't really have um, very much standing in reality, just disregard it. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of really, you know, there's a lot of people who will try their very best to belittle teachers for trying something new, who will try and put teachers down. And, uh, you know, you just just stand your ground you know stand your ground you don't need to you don't need to kowtow to people like that you know um unfortunately speaking as someone who has been involved in uh education consultancy a lot of the time it's educational consultants that do this they may not admit that they're educational consultants but they are Uh, a lot yeah a lot of time it's salespeople who try and kind of Uh, who try, maybe they see teachers doing this kind of thing as a threat. But a lot of the time it's, ignore that stuff. Ignore it, all right? You know, if you have an idea, you want to take that idea, you want to try and market it, make some money from it, who cares? You know, who cares? And if somebody wants to say something about it, let them. Who cares? You know? So that's that's my, uh, yeah, have a go, have a go. It's really exciting when something works, you know. When I started writing and then people started reading it, it was really, really exciting. You know, uh, consultancy, it's a lot of fun. You go and get a view of the other side of teaching and you can kind of you know, see where education is in a kind of broader, broader scale. Or if it's just, you know, hand-painting figurines and you want, to, you, you, know, you want to sell some hand-painted figurines, go for it. Go for it. Use some of the tools that I've mentioned today. Don't be listening to the haters, people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know if there is anybody out there who uh, hates me. That's a real waste of effort on their part. Believe me, I'm not that important. Um, but uh, yeah, just uh, give it a go. Um, the biggest hurdle will be finding time in the highly pressured professional world of the educator so be realistic about that see about how much time it is hopefully some of these apps today have allowed you a little uh, a little bit of leeway in getting uh, certain things off the ground if you've got any uh, other recommendations just put it into uh uh tweet us at tt radio uh, 2022 um, because I can't cover everything. Um, I won't because i would be here until a lot later, and I'm already getting kind of sleepy. So um, that about wraps it up, ladies and gents. Thank you very, very much for um, listening. And if you're listening live, thanking you. Uh, if you've um, made a comment on the chat, thank you also. And if you've um, if hopefully you've got something useful, um, and uh, yeah, be brave. Just think to yourself, "Oh yeah, I want to. I want to put this out there. Um, uh, how can I go about it? Have a look at the apps that I've mentioned today, and maybe they give you a bit of a leg up." Right then, so thank you very much. My name's Tom Starkey. Uh, I am here in uh, Attic in Leeds, um, and I am going to finish up, and uh, uh, and um, well, I am going to go to bed. All right. Um, it might be an idea if you do the same thing as well. Okay. Right. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, I'll speak to you all soon.
0: You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.